Welcome to this week's episode of Lady and the Stud. Once again, you know, we kind of apologize for the audio, um, but uh, we'll fix it next week. <laughs> She'll fix it next week. I'll fix it next week. She's the audio She's the audio guru. Welcome to all of our new listeners. Like, we've been getting a few messages from... Did you get any of the messages from new listeners that's been popping up on Lady and the Stud? Mm-mm. It's on Instagram. Like, a lot of people have been messaging us. Seriously? Yeah, like, hey, well, we just found you guys. Oh, I saw and, that one, yeah. Yeah, that's so... What's up. Welcome to our new listeners. We are supposed to be every Sunday, but what had happened was, was... Yeah, tell them what happened, babe. I kind of started a business. A whole new fucking business, okay? <laughs> I kind of started a business and became extremely busy and extremely, sorry about that, you guys, extremely booked. So between that and school, it's it's kind of random right now. Yes. And Stud is in school. Not me, but Stud's in school. And then this new business needs some nurturing. And then on top of that, I work a full-time job. And then she works a full-time job. And so, you know, things are a little scattered right now. But thank you for hanging in there and dealing with our technical difficulties. And And thank you for being loyal. Thank you, yeah. We really appreciate that. We are two people who love and respect and can appreciate loyalty. So, let's just jump right into our conversation. Absolutely. So earlier today, Stud and I were kind of having a conversation about um, respect within a relationship, what's normal and what's abnormal Mm -hmm. as far as communication Mm -hmm. and what's expected of your partner, your spouse. Yes. And so the other day we went out to lunch or dinner and we're at the restaurant and the waitress, she had tattoos on her fingers. Now, y'all know I'm a witch basically, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> I want tattoos on my finger, not nothing crazy. I want more so like, you know, triangles, things to symbolize like feminine energy. And mm-hmm. it's, it's really sh- small symbolism and, or divine feminine energy, all that stuff. Well, the lady who was our waitress overheard me say, I wanted one. I was like, babe, you know, what do you think about, you know, me getting a tattoo on my finger? And the waitress kind of like. I don't know if she got a little spiffy at it. I wouldn't call it spiffy. I what basically what she said was she was like, just go ahead and do it, like as if to imply that you ain't got to ask her if you know if it's okay for you to have one. And my wife don't have to ask me permission for shit. Do you hear me? Uh, we don't have that kind of relationship now. I on the other hand do have to ask permission with certain things, uh, but. I mean, it's just a part of the marriage. It's part of the relationship. I have to ask permission. Like, if I were to up and be just go, like, and I didn't discuss anything. No, I mean that you don't have to ask my permission to, to come and go as you please. That's your right. That's okay. But you make it seem like I put you on lockdown. The way you be wording shit. I mean, you got me on lockdown. No, nigga. I don't. You literally just said in the car earlier, like if I were just to up and leave and go on a trip, and I tell you. But I mean, we're not those. We're not the. We're not that type of. Couple. No, see, though, it's what you're wording it. That's a little funky. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. You should be paying me as crash is, on here, y'all. No, I do not. This is what I'm talking about. Like, if I wanted to go hang out with the boys, 
I gotta ask my wife if that shit's okay first. But when her friends come into town, my baby don't ask me if she can go nowhere. Listen, she, I, I, I already have it in my head already that they gonna come and go as they please. So it's not, my baby's not gonna ask me, baby, do you mind if I go hang with the girls? We gonna go out, we might go get a drink, whatever the case may be. My baby's not gonna, you, you're not gonna ask me that. You gonna be like, babe, uh, me and, and Ash and Van, we gonna go have a drink and we'll be back in a little bit. I love you, baby. Be careful. Have a good time. Okay, let me know if y'all need me to come pick y'all up if y'all just too smash. You understand what I'm saying to you? That's the difference. That's the difference. No, that's not the di- really. Well, that's the difference that I'm talking about. Okay. Nonetheless, back to the story. You see how she just cut me off? I'm not I was trying gonna- to cut you off. I'm just simply saying, like, with this particular young lady at the restaurant, her she basically implied, like, you don't have to ask if it's okay. Like, just fucking go ahead and do it. We don't have that kind of relationship. Like, and again, my wife don't have to ask permission, but what you were doing was asking my opinion. Not asking me for... That's how I felt. Like, you were asking my opinion of what I thought about you getting tattoos on your hand. That's how I took it. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? Yeah. I didn't think, I didn't take it as you asking me for permission. Okay. That's my take on it. Well, I got steamrolled right there. Like she does this a lot. I do not. Um, You don't have to ask permission. I ask for communication. That's very important in our relationship. And so as I've mentioned several times on this show, Sometimes Stud just, you know, wanders off, you know, does her thing. And <laughs> here's my issue. I don't I don't know any of her friends. Yeah. And so she'll be like, oh, I'm just hanging with my friend. And this could be a whole ass film. I won't know shit. And so I prefer to know who's who. And for some reason, it's really hard for Stud to do this. And so I just be like, well, can you communicate? Don't tell me on your way out two hours after you got off of work. Oh, I'm going bowling. And here I am thinking you are on your way home. Right. And two to three hours later, you tell me, oh, I'm out. That kind of shit. Nah, I don't work with that because that's not communication. That's waiting until after I'm already on 10 to communicate. And now I got an attitude. So now I got a problem. Now that she's talking about like me in the past, I don't obviously don't do that kind of thing anymore um, because my wife did have an issue with it. And that wasn't okay. And it wasn't being thoughtful and considerate of her and her feelings or how she might even feel about it. So obviously I don't, I don't do that kind of thing anymore. I try to be as considerate as I possibly can and give my wife advance notice. But like if somebody at work is like, Hey, Kel, let's go out for drinks. That's not advance notice. I got to right. let my wife know. Yeah. Which I would think you would want me to do too. Like if Absolutely. I was at work to be like, Hey babe, I'm going out. It's not even so much. Like you said, ask it's in. Just but so I, you know. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have a problem asking you if it's okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem asking I don't, you. I mean, because we don't, like... Like, it was second nature to ask you about the tattoo. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, when I'm... When I, when I ask you, babe, you mind if I go hang out with... I do that because... What if you have plans for us that day? Same. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if, you, what if you have plans for us to, like, you know, go down to the beach or we're going to run some errands or there's some places you want to go because my wife doesn't drive. So I do all the driving. And if you have, and I love running errands with you. What well, you don't drive. I know. You but, she doesn't, but she doesn't drive because of her health issues. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being like, you know, babe, do you mind if I go hang out with such and such and such? But I really don't do it because I don't spend enough time with my wife throughout the week. Let me just be perfectly honest with you. Uh, because of my work schedule, 
I work and sometimes I visit the house. It's basically how that works. <laughs> legit. Legit. Like I work and sometimes I visit the house and get to see my wife for a couple hours out of each day. I kiss her before I leave and then I come home at night and we talk and I if I'm able to fit homework in I do. But most of the time I, I devote that time to my wife. She works a lot, lot, lot. I do. Yeah. And so then on the weekends I work on a Saturday usually for four hours. Mm-hmm. I'll come home. That's quality time that I'll spend with my wife. And then on Sundays, I'm cramming my homework in for the week mm-hmm. because I haven't touched it all week because when I come home in the evening, that's quality time with my wife. On Saturday, I try to get some hours in with my wife and the dog. And then on Sunday, I have to be able to devote some time towards homework so that I won't get behind. But I end up getting behind anyway and end up having to cram it all in towards the into the class at the on the fifth week, okay. For and the usually, count- like Monday through Thursday, like you'll come home. By the time you get home, it's like what nine, mm-hmm. nine fifteen. No, I don't left the house that morning by on a good day seven a.m. And so by the time she gets home, she eats and she is in the bed. Like it's it's quality time because we're together. But we're going to go to we're going to bed. Like yeah. we're talking for a few minutes. She scratches my head because it's my thing. Okay. She scratches my scalp. And I just, you know, she rests because she's tired. Like so we only pretty much have like one day. Day, yeah, day and a half. A day and a half, you know. And it's we're balancing it. Like I've learned to appreciate just riding around with her. Like that that became quality time because, you know, it's like, hey, babe, run to Target with me. Okay. Sometimes we'll fit a date night in. Yeah. Like, we went to go see The Lion King. We did. We went to go see Hustlers, Hustlers recently. So, yeah. sometimes we'll fit a date night in, which I love. Yeah. With having doing with you. But, sorry, guys, we got totally off topic. <laughs> um, my point, our, our point in this is communication is so important in your relationship. And don't let anybody else outside of that dictate to you what your communication with the person that you love and that you're trying to build a life with should be it was so weird because i'm thinking myself when she said that i was like so when you're married you just do whatever you want you can't be married out here you can't be single and married at the same motherfucking time and and don't get me wrong i know i say i'm a womanist and a lot of y'all may be like I would never ask my wife. It's just being considerate to me. Yes, it's not some. It's it's not like I don't have control over her. No, and I don't have control over her. Yes, she does. No, I don't. I don't. I don't have control. I can't stand (laughs) y'all. Oh, yes, she does. Goddamn it! I'm just gonna be real with y'all. I do not listen. She's small, but she's fucking mighty. I'm. You're not losing your temper on my black ass. All right, listen. (laughs) Happy wife, happy life. Well, we're both wives. Again, happy wife. Happy life. That's it's. I, I have and to live by it. you spoiled too. I am spoiled. My wife takes great care of me. That's not the point. <laughs> don't be trying to get off topic. The point is, is that I don't have control over her. It's a being thoughtful, being considerate, caring about, you know, my wife's concerns. Like if I go out with some, some people at work and we get into a car accident and I haven't told her where I am mm-hmm. and I'm hurt, how the fuck is she supposed to know? Yeah. Like... The the last thing I want is the police knocking on her door saying, you know, are you such and such and such and such? Do you know such and such and such? We have some bad news for you. Mm-hmm. When it's, you know, 
it's my wife's responsibility to know where I am. Yeah. I remember I was in one of these Facebook groups the other day. And somebody was like, is it weird that me and my wife have our locations on? And I was like, I don't even know her location. But it would be nice to know where she's at. Like, you're going to be bored as fuck. Yeah, I don't want to see you sitting in a parking lot. I mean, I'm just saying, you're going to be bored as fuck because where am I 12 hours to 14 hours out of the and day? And where the fuck am I? 12, 12 to 14 <laughs> hours out of the fucking day. So you're going to be like, I know where this motherfucker's at. And I, you know where I'm at. If I'm not here, I'm at either a herb store. Yep. Or the post office shipping shit now. Or she's buying some crystals or some shit. Or I'm getting my nails done. That's it. That's it. Like, that's... We're so fucking boring, to be quite honest with we you. We kind of are. Like, it's going to change at some point. Um, but I don't foresee us anytime soon living, being married, living separate lives. That's so weird to me. I mean, I understand being your individual. Yes. Now that like, we are. Now, I, I'm encouraging instead, like, you know, if you want to go bowl, go bowl. If you want to go shoot and go with your boys, do that. I'm actually like, you know, some days, like I told her in the car, I was like, some days I'm just like, so when Monday coming back? Come okay, because I get on her fucking nerves <laughs> being underneath her all the fucking time, according to her. And vice versa. I, I know I annoy her some days with my snappiness. But there should never be a thing where you guys are living such a separate life that you're not even really together. Yeah. Like, And it's a lot of people in whole ass relationships by themselves. Dead ass. I want y'all to listen to that and hear it again. Hear yeah. it the right way. So go ahead and say it for y'all are in whole last relationships by yourselves, alone in your fucking marriage. You are alone in your relationship. If y'all been together for like years and years and years, and this motherfucker got a whole nother life, or she got a whole nother life somewhere else, you are alone in your relationship in your marriage. You are single, but not technically, not legally. That's the difference. And that's some bullshit because you didn't sign up for that. You did not. I know I didn't sign up for it in our marriage. Me neither. I remember when we were living in Indiana Mm -hmm. and you were working like two jobs or three jobs when I first got there. Yeah. Listen, I had a whole sit down with Stud. I was like, (laughs) I did not move here Mm -mm. to live by myself. Nope. Because I would see her early in the morning at like six or seven. Mm -hmm. And then she would come in at 11 o'clock at night. And I would be hot. And this is every fucking day. This was every day. And I was like, I did not fucking move here to live by my motherfucking self. Okay. And she had a whole job. Like, um, one of my jobs was that we worked together. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So like, but I mean, that wasn't the type of quality time that I didn't have a, I didn't have any quality of life because not only did I have like two or three jobs, but I was in school still. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been trying to get through school for a minute. God damn. Listen, <laughs> um, Shit. But she graduates in April, you guys. She bless finally God. graduates in April. Oh my God. Listen, this is gonna be the most expensive fucking degree ever. Nonetheless, like I didn't have any quality of life. And so she was like, you know, I work. Obviously you work. We can make we can make it work. We'll figure it out. But you're gonna quit one of these motherfucking jobs. Yeah, I, I kinda had to hand her that ultimatum. Yeah, you got like I had a full time, two part times and I was in school. And my wife was like, nah. That's what we're not getting ready to fucking do. Okay? I think I told you. I was like, I'll get my own apartment. We can live separately and just date. I I listen. I went to my employer. I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and quit. Uh, <laughs> like, uh-uh. Yeah. If I'm be single, I'm be single, single. But that's just like where I work at now. They asked me, you know, they've opened up OT so much, overtime so much. They were like, Kelly, you want to work on Sundays? 
Did y'all hear my wife laugh? <laughs> Listen, I looked at them and said, my wife ain't going to let me work on Sundays. Here, I enjoy cooking for my wife on Sunday morning. And I enjoy eating your cooking. Except for when I made lemon pancakes today. She was not When thrilled. I say I had all the motherfucking attitude, but I ate the fuck out of them pancakes. I ran out of my vanilla. Anyway. My wife put lemon flavoring in my fucking pancakes. It was like a lemon blueberry scone. No, it was okay. not. It was. I don't want no lemony. lemon. I don't want no lemony fucking pancakes. I like lemon. Well, anyway, I enjoy cooking breakfast for my wife on Sunday mornings. I would love to do it Saturday mornings, you know, do a little brunch. I like cooking her dinner. Like when she comes in at night, Monday through Thursday, she's so tired that we can't, even though I wait to cook till she comes home, it's still, I can tell she's tired. You know, she can't really enjoy her meal. She can, but she can't because she's trying to rest. She got to get her clothes ready for the next day. By the time she comes in, she goes and takes her clothes off and she's getting the clothes off for the next day. <laughs> like I literally see her like a system. <laughs> And I'm just like, man, like, I just want her to relax sometimes. So for them to try to offer you Sundays, I would drive to his house Ooh. and pull him the fuck out. And, and you don't even drive. So I exactly. Know that's pretty serious. That's how angry I would be. You not know. We're good. We're good. We're definitely, I'm definitely not working. I, I need a day anyway. I need to be able to like decompress. Yeah. Um, And sometimes... I can sometimes every blue moon and I mean like when the moon is like navy blue <laughs> I can sit at home and just be in the bed all fucking day and my wife will let me yeah that that's her being extremely generous I think that happened one time no it's happened before I might not have been feeling good that day not like you like just laying in bed like like she don't ask me to do shit Mm-mm. I ain't gotta wash no clothes I'll be like fuck that homework and I just lay in the bed all fucking day and watch tv I tried to clean up the house Friday. You did a great job. So that you don't have to do anything on the weekend. Like, I really spoiled her, y'all. I don't think she, she realized some of these films out here. Don't no, no, no. Fuck. My wife, <laughs> I do realize it. Especially for you to be a millennial. Shade. Come on now. Let's just be real. Okay, what? Let's just be honest with that shit. What? Millennial women? No. They not they spoil their spouses and their partners or their wives or whatever husbands, but they do it in a much mo- much different, more modern way. What like what? Like the, millennial women are not staying at home, yeah. um, making sure the house is clean and making sure dinner is hot and ready when their spouse comes home. Like fuck you, fuck I want hot dinner too. Like I want my shit hot and ready when I come home from work too. And since both of us work, if you get home first, make sure my dinner is ready when I fucking get home. My wife is a millennial, and listen, when I come home from work every day, my dinner is ready, and it's hot. And I and not I not like microwave hot. No, she like, just got off the oven hot. Yeah, straight up like she's making the best keto fucking meal <laughs> that you bake barbecue chicken, steamed broccoli, uh, some type of keto fucking rice. I don't know something. My wife is doing it, and I love her and appreciate her for it. Sorry, y'all. I'm tired. Sorry. Um, and I love and appreciate her for it, but um, I'm sorry. Where was I going with that? Just that I'm different. You are, and you spoil me. That's where I was going with it. And, oh, yeah. And, like, you, and you do spoil me like a minute, but I spoil you too. You do. You Let's do. not get it twisted. And Yeah, you do. You're, my, you're a huge part of my support system. Like, I started a business this past, what, three weeks, mm-hmm. two weeks, three weeks? And um, my wife 
Listen, she's been my number one cheerleader. Like I'm all for it. Um, it's so weird for me. Why? Because usually when I start a business, this is like my second, third business, my third round of being a business person, an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, usually it's just me. I'm my hype man. I'm my designer. I'm my email person. I'm mm-hmm. my my social media person. And my wife was like, "Listen, you deserve this." Absolutely. And it was weird for a minute. She talked. She talked me into getting a computer. Then she spoiled me and bought me my watch and my phone the other week. I love you. But you do. You you spoil me in a lot of different ways. But the one I really appreciate is that you're like a huge moral support. I'm supposed to be. But you suppo- Yeah, you're supposed to, but a lot of people don't. Like, they know they're supposed to be that for their partner. Listen, those are couples who compete against one another. Right. So if you're competing against the person... That's a good point. That ass. Yeah. Like, if you're competing against the person you're in a relationship with, mm-hmm. you don't want to see them succeed. Right. Because you have basically decided they're your competition, and you're, you are in this thing to beat them. Right. To defeat the person, you're supposed to be building up. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make fucking sense. So I'm not competing against you. Right. You know, our journeys, we, 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 we are on this journey together. One man. We are. But... At the same time, this our journey, like the the journey in itself, is different for yeah. each of us. Yeah, because we're know, individuals. One lane, but we're exploring different different roads. Yeah, you know, but, but it all comes together it could, because we make it about us. Yeah, just like if if for whatever some ever whatever reason the company that I work for, if they decided, hey, we want to relocate you to, I don't know, some some place, I, I I don't know Miami or mm-hmm. maybe California or fuck utah we're gonna take double your salary da 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 da. i gotta come home and talk to my wife about that shit first i can't just make that decision and be like okay cool yeah no we'll be packed and ready to go no i gotta come home and talk to my wife about it but if my wife was like okay cool if we're gonna do this they're gonna double your salary all the perks what what, what, that's fine um my wife can pick up her business Mm -hmm. and take it anywhere Mm -hmm. and i love that you are creative like that like, my wife is very creative. She's a fucking creative genius. <laughs> I have literally seen her take an idea. I told her this the other day. Turn it into something physical. And then, next thing you know, I come home from work. She's like, babe, I done sold. da 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 Ten times over. I'm, I'm like, but it was just an idea on Monday. It's fucking Wednesday. How exactly? Well... I got on Amazon and I ordered this, this, and this. And then I went to the herb store around the corner. And what do you think about it? And the next thing I know, I'm engrossed in a whole different conversation about herbs and witches and just all kind of shit. But she has created, she thought about it first. Mm-hmm. She brought it into the physical. And now, a little tester. Now people are enjoying what my, my wife's idea. Yeah. I literally watch her turn nothing into something all the time. And I don't have that, um, I don't have that power. I don't. And I, 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 and I own that I don't. Like, I'm successful in other ways. You're very logistic. Like, you handle Thank the logistics. You. Whereas, like you said, I can think of the idea. Absolutely. And I can execute it. Mm-hmm. But if you, if I have too many working parts, uh-uh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> Somebody come in here and help me. Hold on. She gets overwhelmed. I get overwhelmed really quickly. And like I never noticed that about myself because because I had to do so much on my own. 
even if I was overwhelmed, I did it. But I didn't realize that while doing it, when overwhelmed, I was fucking it up. Right. Um, you so deep in it, though. Yeah. And but so, you, sometimes you can't, you don't notice that. Right. And, yeah. like, I saw that in my past business mm-hmm. where I became overwhelmed and I didn't put as much effort into certain things. But you were doing everything, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, now... Like with your website that just went up. Oh my gosh, you guys. Go to risinghighpriestess.com. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. My designer, her name is Shawnice Coyle. Oh my God. She did the thing. She did. That that website is fucking awesome. Oh my god. But gosh. I mean, normally my wife would have designed her own website. Yeah. Because she knows how to do that shit. Mm-hmm. And then she would have handled her social media. And then she would have done... Listen, my wife was like, look... I'm tired. Boss. I'm tired. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I gotta find somebody to do do this website. She did. It looks amazing. And because my wife decided to delegate that responsibility to someone else that she had to trust was capable of doing it as well as she would have, that opened up free time for you to be more creative with your product. Yeah. And I've had so much fun creating. And you, and it's been successful. I am selling out of stuff left and right. And, like, it was different. But then I sat down today, and I had, like, a lot of orders, you know, came through. And my wife was like, you need help with anything? And I just love how you, you'll stop. And you'll just, like, let me take some of this overwhelmed feeling off of you. I want you to be successful. Just like you want me to be successful with school mm-hmm. and in real estate. Yeah. And in anything that I do, you want me to be successful. Because, you know, when I'm successful, we're successful. Right. It's not... Like, you know, I'm going to be out here taking the credit for our success alone. Right. Because that's selfish. Mm -hmm. That's not what marriage is about. That's not what our marriage is about. Right. Um, It's about us being each other's support system. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't tell you the countless number of times my wife has helped me with my homework. And when I say help me, I, I I have a real issue with comprehension. Like, I have trouble with it sometimes. Even though I love to read contracts. Um, I love reading books. All that good shit. But sometimes in my homework, especially if I'm exhausted, I can read it and read it and read it and read it and read it and, read it and I won't get it. So I, <laughs> when we were in a long distance relationship, I would copy and paste everything. <laughs> I forgot about that. I would send it to my wife. I would send it to her and I'd be like, babe, please read over this and break it down for me so that I can understand it so that I can do my homework assignment. And I'd be damned if my baby was not on the phone with me. This Basically, this is what they want you to do. In three steps, do this, 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 and this. And I'd be like, the fuck? How come the fuck they couldn't just say that shit in the fucking uh, instructions? The first, She was like, well, they did, but they just added a whole bunch of bullshit. So this is to summarize. This is what they want you to do. And it was, I can't tell you the countless number of times she did that for me, and I was able to get through my fucking homework assignments. You know what I'm saying? Just like the two courses I'm taking right now. Sometimes my baby's going to have to be like, this is what they're trying to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I'm so grateful that you really just broke that shit down for me. So now I can just type out what it is I need to fucking say. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. We on to the next thing. And yeah. we help and support each other. And that's just important. I really do think that we are like the left and right side of the brain. You do? Yeah. Which side are you? I'm the creative side. Isn't that the, the left, left side? side. Yeah, yeah, I'm left sided. Um, and I realize that as I age, I become more and more left sided. Like, I'm okay with that. I need that. And I'm just like, you can handle, like, the logistics, Kelly. Like, when I was pricing out my products, I was like, babe, what do you think of this price? <laughs> and she was like, that's a good one. I think it was for your jars, wasn't it? Yeah. Like your, um, and you were like, 
well, you get I can get so many for this amount. Or I can go to the dollar store and buy this many for this amount. I'm like, babe, that doesn't make any sense. So I, what I did was I just broke the math down to her. Mm-hmm. Literally, in, in full conversation, we were talking about it. And she was like, oh. I was like, yeah. So that's definitely a better deal. And she was like, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and order. And I'm like, well, go go ahead and order, baby. And save yourself a few dollars. Absolutely. Or like today when we was driving around. Mm-hmm. And we was talking about different branding ideas. Yeah. Or different um, specials that you can have coming up mm-hmm. with the holidays coming up. Yeah. Like, we're always bouncing different things mm-hmm. off of one another. Just like when I get full-blown into my real estate, with investment properties, I'm going to need you to help me stage those. Because yeah. you have an eye for that type of creative thing. Listen, I won't put... It won't be a narrow bit of furniture in that motherfucker. We'll walk, I'll walk through that whole house. <laughs> uh, let me show you this crown molding, okay? <laughs> uh, the, count, the granite countertops. It won't be a single piece of furniture in that whole fucking house. They're going to have to figure it out on their own. I'm not doing all that. I'm not. And I, that's where I come in. I don't have the gift for that. I, don't. I look and like, you got to sell it. They'll have a folding table and some chairs in that motherfucker if they want to sit down. Uh, but I will have a pen and some contracts when they're ready to sign. I know, I realize how creative I am when I looked at my oils. Yeah. And like the, like when I sent it to the label designer, um, she was like, your aesthetics are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she was like, did you like just think? I said, yeah, I knew how I wanted it to look in the oil. Like I knew how I wanted the flowers to they look. They are beautiful and they're very unique. And so I realized I'm very much a creative being and my wife is very logistic, you know. So when it comes to like pricing things out, I'm just going to my wife. Like I'm not outsourcing that. And like, reading contracts. Like yeah. if she has some legal documents to sign, yeah, my wife don't sign them until I read them. That's not optional. Yeah, she's not signing the dotted line on shit. It with her with her business LLC, all that mm-hmm. other good shit. Let me read that paperwork first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I know motherfuckers is like, but how how what you reading it for if you can't hop, comprehend it? When it comes to contracts, I can though. Yeah. It yeah. just depends on what it is. Yeah. Fuck the, fuck y'all. I know what y'all was thinking. <laughs> okay. Shane. Fuck all y'all. I know what y'all was thinking. <laughs> what you reading it for if you can't fucking comprehend it? I can fuck. I I there's certain things I can't understand just fine, and certain things I can't. I think what it is is that with a contract, it's not so much like instructional. Right. When it's homework, you know, they know how to like make 15 different things pop up that you need to do in order to get to step five. Right. A contract is saying, do you agree to this? The bottom line is this, 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 this. And you can read through that because that's what you did. And basically I'm going to be like, yep, nope, yep, nope, 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 yep. (laughs) Take this out. Put this in. Yep, nope. I didn't realize I was good at reading contracts until I was like ass deep in, in the mortgage industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just got to a point where I read them so well, I memorized the paperwork. Wow. And it's a lot of fucking paperwork to sign. I hate paperwork. <laughs> Why? I hate, like, even when I was running my travel business and like I would have all these legal documents come by. And I had a lawyer at that point and she was like, can you read over this? Nope. Which is horrible. Yeah. But it became so complicated. Mm-hmm. I was like, just let me do what the fuck I do. Okay. <laughs> what are you here for? Just let me create these amazing trips and have fun with these people and give them experiences they need. I don't want to read 95 pages of big words. But I can read the words. When it came to that money, to. though. I can break that money down quick. Listen. Listen, I'm like a dope dealer, nigga. You got <laughs> an Asian person who don't speak English, but when it comes to them numbers, though. <laughs> they be 1445. Okay. You a goddamn <laughs> genius with that shit. 
a goddamn genius with that shit. I'd be like, listen, she might not want to read no fucking contracts, but she, she can read her name and them numbers on that check. And I know how much I know how many numbers should be under my name. Absolutely. You ain't gonna cut. Listen, my granddaddy was a gambling man. Okay, <laughs> my mom and her sisters gamblers. Were, when I say gamblers, I'm not talking about he just played the lottery. No, he was the lotto, the numbers man for the Italian mob in my city. Let me put in your pop. Your yeah, I mean, he, he don't know his name. He gone. That okay. man went on to glory. Right. But gambling and numbers and money take a whole different toll. It's she in has my a blood. gift. She has a gift. <laughs> But this is the same woman who won't go to a fucking casino. I bought a scratch off the other day. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. Listen. <laughs> I've been trying to get her fucking ass to go to a casino ever since we moved down to Florida. Let's go next week. Ain't that about a bitch? Let's, you get paid and I get paid. I don't get paid next week. You don't? No, I get paid the week after. Okay, let's go then. Wait. Why we got to go when I get paid? So you can have some money too. Your money is my money. It is, but I'm just saying because I know you like to have your money too. Okay, yeah. That's it. That's it. She's going to take $20 to the fucking casino. You know what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy me a drink. And watch me fucking gamble. (laughs) But she has the gift. Okay, I don't. Because my daddy wasn't a numbers man. My my daddy was a man playing the numbers at the P-Shake house. (laughs) What the fuck? What? What the name? What's the name? It's a pea shake house. A what? A pea shake. What's a pea shake? Oh, shit. This is where our age difference comes into play. <laughs> For our new listeners, she is 13 years younger than I am, okay? I'm 47 and my wife is 34 years old. There's some generational issues that sometimes take place. You know what? I'll tell you what a pea shake is when we out there. Okay. Yeah, it's just a place where people go play numbers and shit. Oh, wait, does it stand for... Mm-mm. No, okay. It does not. Okay. But at the same time, it's it's some old school shit. Old school black people hood shit. Okay. The P-Shake House. Y'all motherfuckers don't know what the P-Shake House is. Ask your parents. They'll I've tell you. never heard of that. You've never heard of the P-Shake House? I have never Ask heard of that. Ask your mama what the P-Shake House is. She's going to tell you what the fuck the P-Shake House is. Well, it's been interesting tonight. It has. You're not going to talk about the baby getting arrested? Oh, okay. The six-year-old? So, we live, what, an hour 45 from Orlando. And... These motherfuckers are wildin'. They arrested a six-year-old little black girl. And an eight-year-old. And an eight-year-old for throwing a temper tantrum in a classroom. Mm-hmm. And when I say arrested, they put this little baby in handcuffs. Put her in the back of the squad car. They put her car. in the back of the squad car, took her down to the precinct. Mugshot fingerprint and put her in a juvenile detention center at six years old when i tell you i would own orlando florida the whole motherfucking school district i want the principal fired i want the teacher fired i want to know who it was that called the motherfucking police on this baby that's like call i mean you expect a six-year-old to have a fucking temper tantrum absolutely they're six you expect an eight-year-old. Absolutely. They're eight. Mm-hmm. You're not dealing with like a 15-year-old that can, you know, maybe Beat call your ass. Yeah. Now, I've seen them videos. Okay, we're not going to go there. Right. But six, eight, seven, no. These motherfuckers, they done lost their mind. You can't handle a six-year-old? Why the fuck are you teaching? But my thing is, I mean, like, there's no logic. The damage that they did to that little girl today. Yeah. Or whenever she was arrested. Which doesn't make any sense. And and here's the thing. It's some white people out there trying to rationale this shit. Yeah. Like, well, this is the definition of arrest. 
So, yes, I understand they arrested her, but did they really arrest her? Bitch, they put her in handcuffs, put her in the back of the motherfucking squad car, took her down to the motherfucking precinct, okay, or the juvenile detention center. She's a six-year-old with a fucking mug shot, all right, fingerprinted, and she has a charge against her of assault because she kicked somebody during her temper tantrum. When I say that grandmother better sue that whole motherfucking school, uh, Luscious and Emma Louise, I don't know what the fuck the name of that mm-hmm. school was. It was Luscious something. Why is that baby going to a school by the name of Luscious, first of all? Mm-hmm. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, we're not even going to touch on that. Not this week, okay? Uh, secondly, I, motherfuckers is going to be lined up. Somebody losing their job. It's going to be a couple motherfuckers losing their job. Nobody tried to stop these people from arresting this baby. Nobody. Somebody called the police. Who's the fucking teacher? They called. I they hope, called the police. Let, it was somebody white. I it can was, tell you that right now. And it started a conversation. This one lady says she has a seven-year-old who has autism. And if you're familiar with people who are on the spectrum, you know, autism or things like that, their behavior can be erratic. And mm-hmm. I don't know if this little baby was autistic. She has sleep apnea. Okay. I don't know what that has to do with. Yeah, I mean. Her, yeah. And it could, maybe it was because she didn't get enough rest the night before. Mm-hmm. So she was irritable the next day. Yeah. Well, like aut- autism, you know, they can act out sometime yeah. in a different way. Mm-hmm. But this lady left a comment. She says she had the same thing happen to her son. She asked the counselor, like, you know, what if my son goes into a fit? And they said, oh, we have a behavior officer for that. And she said it, it put some fear in her because she said, the next thing the behavior officer does is call the police. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he's seven. He's autistic. But we ju- I just saw another posting about this on, of course, Instagram, the new, the news media, Instagram. <laughs> and um, the reporter has said that whoever it was that called the police needed permission from the sergeant, right, mm-hmm. to arrest this baby. And that motherfucker didn't have permission. It's kidnapping then. Somebody going to motherfucking jail. Yeah, at that point, that's kidnapping. You did not alert the the parents. No. So now y'all don't call parents. Y'all just take kids. For a six-year-old, when I say that motherfucker going to be on lockdown, the whole motherfucking school, okay, kids is going to be out for a good week because somebody's getting, somebody. I just want to see the picture of the teacher. I want to know who the fuck it was. And the cop. That, as a police officer, you ought to be ashamed of your motherfucking self seriously and all the cops who saw him bring that little girl in no one intervened and said really dude what are you doing what the fuck are you doing like you couldn't have handled this, this where si- our tax dollars go you couldn't have handled this fucking situation better than this you got a six-year-old in handcuffs she didn't even know where she didn't even know what was going on no she still doesn't know she's six she just knows she got in trouble she said on when they asked her about it she said all i wanted to do was be with my grandmother mm-hmm she didn't even know what was happening. And y'all put her in a juvenile place where there are kids who are like 16. Much older than she is. Who are, you know, disturbed or behavioral issues. Possibly. Anything could have happened to Anything that baby. Anything could have happened to her. Y- y- y'all Ooh. had the right one. Y'all had the right motherfucking one. Because listen, it couldn't have been one of mine. I'm burning that whole motherfucking school down. And I got the gasoline. Do you hear me? So there's that. I don't know. Callie's just going to have to raise the baby. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And that's our fucking pit bull. Okay. She's going to have to step up and be a parent. 
right, she can barely, she can't even take herself out to use the bathroom. But she's gonna have to raise our fucking kids because I'm burning that whole motherfucking school down with the police officer and the teacher and the principal in it who thought it was a good idea to take that six year old fucking jail. Yeah, it couldn't be. It couldn't be in one of mine. You know, I'm just really exhausted by the by this this thing of where black skin or brown skin means that they must handle us a certain way. Yeah. Even now to the babies. And of all things y'all want to cry about and boycott, no, this shit? Yeah. Listen, that, y'all should all be down. Where's Al Sharpton? Right motherfucking now. Where where are the people who boycott? Like, they should be lined up. Disney World should shut the fuck down. Do you hear me? While this is going on. A little girl. It's nothing she could have possibly done. Short of setting the school on fire. Basically. That should have, you know, resulted in that. Like, I got in trouble at six. I remember I told a little boy the boogeyman was real. <laughs> I swear. And they called my dad and sent me out of school for a day. Because I went to a Catholic school. And they thought I was, like, saying some demonic shit. I don't know. <laughs> and now, look, I'm a witch. Okay. But. Look what y'all did. They called my dad. And they while I waited for him, they said, hey, do you want some graham crackers? <laughs> it was Sister Mary Kent. Okay. Now they arrest you? Fuck them graham crackers, okay? This baby got a record at six years old. At six? It ain't no way. Check I, in on y'all kids. Again. Check what they, their, their policy is at the school. It couldn't have been. It couldn't be one of mine. And I'm a mother. Listen, I got twin girls. Let one of these motherfuckers have tried it with one of mine. When I say all hell would have broke loose, that was, that's what would have been on the news. Um, they would have broadcasted it. It would have gone something like this. Tonight on Channel 13 News. I can't stand you. All hell has broken loose at Crooked Creek Elementary School located in Carmel, Indiana, because a black mother has set hell free inside the school. The school is now in ashes um, and we believe there are some singed bodies inside the school. Listen, Listen. My, my dad used to throw fire bombs through people's windows and wait for them to run out so he could shoot them. I, when it comes, that would have been my daddy. Okay, <laughs> my dad would have got the shotgun out and been like, "Okay, y'all ready? Y'all want to? So y'all, y'all want to take my daughter? Okay, okay. I'm not stable when it comes to my. Let kids. me get my cool cigarette. Listen, I'm not stable when it comes to my babies. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not mentally. To, I'm not there mentally. Like, I'm not together. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not... I, I become a whole different animal. I'm beyond I'm, I'm, I'm beyond a point of, like, that mother lioness type. Mm-hmm. I'm that. But you're going to have to add a, a, a mother bear um, with along with the lioness. Uh, maybe throw some motherfucking uh, alligator in there. Mother alligator. Um, I don't know. A whole bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Protective animals. And put them all together. Uh, and then that would be me. I'm a, I'm gonna try to fucking kill you. Yeah, I'm I'm scratching somebody's eyeballs out. Yeah, like, Some, somebody's, somebody's gonna be in gonna, pain. Somebody's gonna be in pain for that one. Resting my fucking six year old. So yeah, just check your child's you know the school policy for your children in case they throw a temper tantrum because now evidently they could lock these little babies up. That's um, up. that's a whole new level, a, a whole new low for this country. Um, yeah, it, it's despicable. It's but sad hey, as fuck. There's that. Well. We were going to keep it short this week because, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I'm tired, boss. Um, <laughs> and my Are you baby tired? Got, I'm a little tired. This is, and not in a bad way, 
But it's more so like I know I have a full day tomorrow. Yep. And I read all day pretty much now. So we're just going to chill. If you guys need a reading, (laughs) visit my wife's page at Rising High Priestess on Instagram. And she's on Facebook. And when I say a reading, meaning she does tarot readings. And she's the truth. Look at Check out her reviews. She encourages you to check out her reviews. All of them are good. She's A1. I get readings all the time, but I don't have a choice. She did an ancestral reading for me this past. Was it? It wasn't this weekend. It was last week. It was week. last weekend. And What's my, an ancestral reading? Oh, uh, it's where when you're, she like reaches out to your ancestors. You reach out to their ancestors mm-hmm. and like ask them questions that the person wants to know, right? Yeah. So my grandmother, I wanted to ask my, I wanted to talk to my grandmother because mm-hmm. my grandmother was my girl. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother came and paid us a visit. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see her, but my babe could. And she described her to me just like my grandmother looked, which is what fucked me up. Because I, I don't think I've ever shown you a picture, really, Mm-mm. of my grandmother when she was younger. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw her in her younger outfit, in her younger body and form. Yes. And so I described what she was wearing. And my wife was like, I got a picture. Hold on, let me find it. It was on yeah, the phone. Yeah. Like, she literally described, described my grandmother to a T in, in her younger self. And so my grandmother paid, paid us a visit. I asked her some questions. Now, mind you, my grandmother was slightly annoyed. I, I don't know what she was doing in heaven, but whatever it was, I didn't have any business disturbing her, calling her over. She to read, the earth side. Yeah, she read me my rights, and then she left. My grandmother, but I think what was interesting is that you found out that for yourself that my grandmother was not an affectionate person. Right. She was very cold. Yeah, she yeah, was very distant. Cold, very distant during the reading. Mm-hmm. In and out. Kind of like, okay, what do you want? Right. <laughs> What's your reasoning for calling me? I think one of the questions you asked my grandmother was, was do you miss your granddaughter? Yeah. And my grandmother was like, next question. Like, I'm not getting ready to answer that. That ain't that. First of all, that ain't none of your business. Who are you to ask me? Yeah, she kind of did hit me like, well, who are you? To ask me if I miss my granddaughter. Yeah. And the, the one that cracked me up was when you asked her if she was disappointed because you were masculine. <laughs> and she kind of hit with like um well that's a stupid question right type of deal like why would i love you any less yeah. like like i mean that was something that i wanted to know mm-hmm. i mean she would be well over 100 if she was still here but i mean i'm glad that she's at peace and then my wife told me that uh my aunt bonnie and my mama sue were with her Mm-hmm. But my mother was not mm-hmm. because my mother is not at peace. Mm-hmm. My mother's still feeling like she needs to mother, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you get one of these ancestral readings, listen, it's intense. Like it was pretty cool. I was a little nervous. I could tell. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. I and you kept asking me for this reading. And I was like, why does she want me to do medium work for her? And you was like, I want to speak to my grandmother. I was like, all right, let's do it. It was it was it was interesting. So Rising High Priestess on Instagram. That's all one word, right, babe? Yes. Rising High Priestess, shameless plug. Go check out my wife's page. She's pretty fucking phenomenal. She's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. You she, can book on the website. You can book on the website. And um she will get your alert. And mm-hmm. she's very punctual. Uh she's very accurate, I'd have to say. Thank you. But she calls it shadow work. Which basically means don't expect no sugar coat up in this motherfucker. Okay? 
I'm not going to be like, so you're going to find love in three to six months. And, <laughs> and you're just such an awesome spirit. No. No, that's not what I My do. baby's going to let you know you need, you need some healing. Let me tell you what's going on. And let me tell you where this stems from. Let me tell you how you got to this fucked up place in your life. And she, she cusses a little bit. I cuss a lot. Okay, she cusses a lot. <laughs> and, but, I mean, she gives it to you real and raw. And it's, it's not anything. It's not fluffy. But it makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like it makes a lot of sense. And you're genuinely surprised that she has all this fucking information <laughs> and she, you don't give her no information. I had somebody who booked today and she was like, so what all do you need from me? I said, your phone number. And that's it. And she was like, so I don't need to tell you anything. I said, the less I know, the better. Just let me do what I was put here to do. That's it. Because that's the only way you're going to believe it. You know, if you tell me everything, what's there to read? What's the point? Yeah, don't tell me shit. Don't don't tell her a single motherfucking <laughs> thing. Let my wife do what she does, the does the best, and get some insight. She also does birth charts, just so y'all know. I I wish I would have known about birth charts when my girls were smaller. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of get a head start on how your kids are going to be. Listen, the stars don't lie. The stars and the planets, when they come into alignment, they do not lie. She did my granddaughter's birth. And yes, I have a granddaughter. Fuck all y'all. I don't want to hear no shit. She's literally everything in the fucking world. Okay. She's chocolate and I love her. And that's my BFF. And I miss her. Nonetheless, she did my grandbaby's birth chart. Mm -hmm. I done found out some things about my grandbaby. I'm trying to let my daughter know <laughs> so she can hit that shit off at the, <laughs> at the path. Like, my mama's trying to tell you, sweetheart, listen. I remember one day she had called and she, we had just went over her birth chart. And your um, little one had called. And you were laughing because when she, we were talking about the birth chart, the baby was actually doing it. Right then at that right very in moment. That moment. Right in that moment. And stuff was like, Oh shit, it's happening. <laughs> okay. And I was like, it's in her birth chart. It's one of her aspects. Like, this is going to be an issue with her. And I was like, yeah, you might want to warn your you daughter. Might, you might, might want to warn her. <laughs> and my grandbaby is sassy, honey. She she's is so sassy. She is going to be heard and she's going to get what she asked for. She's going to get what she wants. Nonetheless, even with my two girls, she did my, you did, you did the twins. I did. Yeah. Birth chart. And so my babies are a minute apart. Mm hmm. Um, in that one minute, the planets changed. Mm-hmm. Um, because one of my girls is, she plays by the rules. Okay, uh, she's had her ups and downs, but she's she's not really a rule breaker. That's not her thing. She likes peace. She's kind of a hippie child. Um, she's a, she's a sweetheart, mm-hmm. but she's very stern. Yes. She's very, very stern. Mm -hmm. And she's very direct. Mm -hmm. In that one minute, though, the planets was like, well, we're going to switch some shit up. I got another (laughs) one who wears her heart on her sleeve, but she's going through her 20s right now, and she's out here fucking some shit up. Mostly her life. Um, She's just... She don't don't have her shit together at at all. I love her with my whole heart and soul. I love her down to my core. Um, But she's out here just running rampant. Just doing whatever. And it's not okay. It's not always good. But I always pray a prayer of protection mm-hmm. and covering over her. Um, it's crazy what you learn in these birth charts about your aspects. 
Even my wife even turned me on some things about my own and helped me understand some things from my past. Like why, why certain things have followed me my whole life. You know, why, um, I am the way I am now where certain things in my past stem from initially. And this is why this happened to me. Listen, I could go. Remember I did the one I did my aspects. Like the thing is your birth chart is very extensive. Saying that you're a Libra, Leo, Virgo is very like that's like saying, "Oh, I like ice in my water." It's the very small part, you know. Right. It's huge, and so you have your houses, you have the planets, and then you have these things called aspects. And one day I was looking over one of my aspects, and it spoke about my struggles with love, mm-hmm. and it said this was stemmed from a parent. More than likely a mother who will neglect you. Yes. And also teachers will reinforce and treat you poorly. Yes. And my very first memory is preschool with this teacher who used to stick me in a corner all day. Like she just didn't like me. And my mother was, I've already talked about my mom, but very emotionally disconnected my whole childhood. Mm -hmm. And I showed my wife that my wife was like, this is like, you wrote this. I said, no, this is one of my aspects. It's literally that in shit the was, stars. That shit was verbatim, bro. Literally my whole life in the stars. Absolutely. And so... That was some freaky shit. It was very freaky. So we do... I always tell people, learn your astrology. That is your astrological programming. None of that shit happened by accident. Mm-mm. How you portaled through here, it was for a reason. It's going to tell you more about you than you know about yourself. Come through. Your mama ain't even gonna know this Come shit. Through it's gonna be, it's gonna explain a lot of issues you run into and blockages you run through and, and traumas and triggers you have. Like I never understood why I struggled so much with feeling loved. Like we've talked about it on the radio, all this shit, and eventually I found out it was my mom. Yeah. But to have them like find the exact aspect, mm-hmm. the two planets that cause this, it's an opposition basically. Yeah. Where two planets face off mm-hmm. and the end result in that is having a traumatic relationship with your mother. Yeah. Which makes you feel unlovable for most of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's reinforced by other, you know, authoritative figures yeah. in your life. And yeah. so that made my biggest struggle was feeling unloved and unwanted in my life. And it's literally in my astrological program. It's nothing I could do to change that shit. But I genuinely feel like un- having a better understanding of it helps you yeah, to yeah. heal from it. But it also helps you to overcome it. Yeah, because you realize it's not your fault. Yeah. Um, and you learn how to handle that trigger. So when it comes up, I have to sometimes, like when I go through moments with my wife where I'm like, oh, she doesn't love me. I'll snap out of it now and be like, girl, that's just yeah. that those two planets facing off. She's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You got to sit with this feeling for a moment. It's going to pass. Just let those two planets face off again. Absolutely. Um, but get your birth chart. Get your children birth chart. Get your, your wife's birth chart or husband's birth chart. Learn about them. Really learn their astrological program. It's going to tell you more than looking at their social media. Yeah. It's going to tell you more than knowing their exes or some shit like that. Or just reading their horoscope every day. Or reading their horoscope. It literally gives you kind of like the blueprint to who they are and why they are the way they are and what they need to feel secure. Mm -hmm. What they need to feel happy. Mm -hmm. Um, My wife always talks about how I hustle. All I got to say is I'm a Venus and Taurus. And Venus and Taurus means money is in my heart. Okay? 
And she always said that since we met was like money makes you. And she literally sees the difference. Absolutely. When I have money and when I don't. Yeah. Totally different. Two totally different people. Completely. And it's more so about security. Once I feel safe. And it's not that I don't feel safe with my wife. I like to know I'm good still. Mm -hmm. So she needs something. I can help. You know, I can help keep us going. Yeah. Um, But it, it. That's my heart. My Venus is in Taurus. And it was one thing called me a money hoe. Yep. <laughs> so learn about your astrology feel free to inbox me you go to risinghighpriestess.com you can go risinghighpriestess on instagram and i'll get back to you that's the truth and on that note we are out of here you guys have a great rest of your night have a great week yep we will tune in next week next sunday we're trying to get back on our rotation we're gonna have our shit together we're gonna have it together just bear with us a lot of expansion and growth is happening on in in our little home our little family yeah so give us some time but we will be back love and blessings we love you guys and bye